so my senior year in high school, I took AP English, which for those of you that don't know, AP English or AP is designation. You get the opportunity to get a college credit at the end of the year. And unfamiliar with that concept. Yeah. So anyway, um, before you go to college. So I, we were reading the grapes of wrath and I literally read the first part and, you know, there's this thing, this part in the very beginning of the book where they see this turtle and it flips over on its back. And I was like, oh, that's probably like a foreshadowing of like what's to happen. And she instantly like failed me on the fucking piece that I had done, the, the assignment and said that I it had gone to the cliff notes when I didn't at all. I was pissed. <clears throat> I used to. I used to enjoy reading, so I didn't really ever go to the cliff notes, but I never did. Never did. I don't enjoy reading now, but back in those days, I loved it. Yeah. So anyhow, we, uh, we are alive, live, live, live. So let's get right into this. Diddy there, Steve. You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening, and welcome to the 14th Slip. This is episode 177, and my screen was doing some funky shit there for a little bit. It's not here. It was all like, everything was stop motion. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, This is episode 177, uh, the Cecil Hotel. Uh, Good evening. Salutations. Amy exhale. She's here for everything. Hello. <clears throat> she's our she's our new uh super Richard. fan? Yeah, she's, she's our, our new, new Richard fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that could be the case. Um so uh, I'm assuming Amy is a girl, you know, just by the name. I you know I shouldn't be assigning gender though. I mean I know that's, that's right. politically incorrect anymore. Correct. Correct, Steve. Uh, so, um, full disclosure to Katie, I got to the end of the documentary and did not get through the last episode. I got through everything but the very last episode. <laughs> well, that's all right. Where they like start to focus in on that uh, death metal guy. Yes. Yeah, so... That's as far What's going as I on? Dave Dave Harrington, a uh, uh, reseller friend of mine, uh, stopped Dave Harrington say. saying hi. You can stay, Dave. I mean, it's not like you have uh, to. He's wait. he's. I think he's in a webinar right now. So, uh, that's all right. <clears throat> we just say fuck every once in a while. So, <clears throat> oh, you don't care what I say. I mean, Colonel Chubbs, 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 uh, representing. Haven't seen Chubbs in a while. <clears throat> I know he's been focusing on some. Uh, some other projects of his. Hey, what's great is now now we're uh, dual streaming, so you're streaming to Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Correct. And it'll indicate over here on the side chat uh, where where they're coming from. Where That's they come cool. from. Yeah. yeah. And you know when I pop them up, so it's it's all good. <clears throat> uh, so anything new this week with you, Steve? Same old shit, man. I might have I might have sold a few potato heads over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, did you? 
some uh, few, gendered you know, gendered potato heads. You know that, but the news broke what on Friday. I went out That's Saturday, but a bunch, and then uh, I'm sure you. I did. quit. I quit on Saturday too because the news came out on Saturday that they didn't really mean that. That's not really what's happening. All right. So, <laughs> so I said, <laughs> they okay, went back on that. This is a this is a one day thing, and uh, I made I made about a thousand dollars on some potato heads. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I uh, I thought I had to uh, take the dog in for a uh, just like a, a checkup, like on her eye, because we had brought her in last week for um, she has sure she had or probably still has conjunctivitis in her eye, and uh, you know had to bring her back today, and they call me over the weekend to confirm the appointment, and I'm like, yeah, to check up on her eye, right? And they're like, uh, no. Uh, you're getting your spade on Monday. And I was like, uh, oh. I am? Okay. Okay. Um, which I knew we had scheduled the appointment, and I knew it was in March, but I didn't know it was today. So <clears throat> I had to get up this morning and take her in, drop her off, and then just picked her up a little while ago. I didn't know if I was going to be able to start the show on time because of all that. But uh, luckily, I was able to uh, cut out of work a little bit early and uh get over there pick her up and get her home she's all groggy she's over there on the bed just <laughs> but uh yeah she's all she's all spayed now no puppies will be being had in this house ever again i don't want Zero. That shit. none of that Wait, shit. so uh we've also got grant priest i don't know have we ever seen grant before I'm not exactly sure, but Grant, yeah. welcome. If you're not, if you're new here, if and, not, then and Will, I think we've seen Will before. Tree, tree wave, tree, tree wave. I don't know what that means? I don't know either. I don't understand these. I these think, codes, I think Will found a couple of emojis in there and picked the first ones he saw. Yeah, he just went with it. Just went with the emoji, the emoji response comment. It's it's it's, it's kind of like it, when I give you a thumbs up, it's like go fuck yourself. I don't want yeah, to talk the, to you. Yeah, so, hey, hey well, I'm here. Yeah, well, go on with your fucking day, will you, Chris? Stop talking to me. <clears throat> That's what the thumbs up says to me. Like fucking a lot of the times carry on driving or some shit. And yeah. Will we know? That's why I said that. I'm, we I'm know sure. Will's been around. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yes, you bought a shirt. We got you, Will. We got you. We, got, we understand. Jesus, are you we fucking stark for we're attention, talking. Will? God, fuck. You're talking to Grant. <laughs> She's almighty. <laughs> fucking hell people yeah so it's been a it's been an interesting week um uh, and uh i've been dealing with that shit uh work Blah. just wears you down steve not me not you you go on no, actually five. it does it really does oh some days i'm sure i'm sure you <laughs> I'm sure you run yourself pretty ragged. I've seen some of your your wife's posts about, you know, the shit you guys haul back. <clears throat> I can't imagine that it's always easy. It's not. It's yeah. actually a, it's harder than any job I've ever had. Because you got to work yeah, but at it's it. yours. But it's yours. Yeah, but it's mine. Yeah, I love at the it. end of the day, it's fucking yours. So, I mean, that's that's what the, the key is to it. Should have seen the haul we took to the post office today. I mean, we sold a lot sure. of taters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that worked out really well for you. If 
I've got a couple left if anybody's interested. But I'm sure you do. Before they change their minds and decide to fucking go back on it. God only knows. Uh, you know, the thing is that they're, change, they're changing the branding. And it's just going to be Potato Head instead of Mr. Potato Head. So Mrs. Potato Head will still be Mrs. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head will still be Mr. Potato Head. The brand is just Potato Head. And that's that's what the confusion was. Yeah. But, you know, most people only heard the one side of the news. So a lot of people still. Of course they did. Because yeah. that's the way people what, hear the fucking news now. And that's what the mainstream media put out there. They didn't. They didn't correct themselves. Of course they didn't, because they're cunts. So, but that was good for me. Now I'm not going to take advantage of it more than one day because the news did come out the next day that they didn't really change it. But you know, I made my money. I got in. I got out. And whatever. you're all good. Life is good for Steve. I see. Hmm. Well, anyhow, really Steve. Steve, we got any news tonight? Sure. Do we? Good. Sure. This is pretty cool. CBSnews.com. An American Airlines pilot saw what he described as a long cylindrical object zoom over the jetliner he was flying to Phoenix in the skies above New Mexico Sunday. Uh, this FBI said it was aware of the in incident. And the Pentagon said the military wasn't conducting any tests in the area that day. Have you heard the audio? I have not. I have. Is it good? The the pilot is very alarmed. He's like, what the fuck is this? Pretty much. I, I'll have to hear the audio. Then. Yeah, you should check out the audio. This is one that this is another one of those cases where I sent the original news story to Katie. I didn't I don't know if she already had it or not. Um, and I told her to look for something a little better, but I heard this, um, the audio the other day on the, the talk show that I listened to. And I'm telling you, that pilot, he sounds very, he's like, basically like, hey, do you guys got something in this fucking area? You know, like. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, he said, do you have any targets up here? One of the pilots yeah. said to the air traffic controllers. And they said, we just had something go right over the top of us. I hate to say this, looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast yep. that went right over the top of us. Uh, American confirmed that the transmission was, in fact, from flight 2292 heading from Cincinnati to Phoenix. The airline referred additional questions to the FBI. Why did the FBI? I don't know. The airline referred additional questions to the FBI. Yeah, hmm. why is the FBI getting involved in UFOs now? That doesn't oh, uh, Pentagon thing. Doesn't sound <clears throat> right. I thought it was Pentagon territory. Myself. So yeah, well, the Pentagon is also involved too. They said that they didn't have anything in the area. The Federal Aviation Administration said in a statement the pilot reported a sighting over New Mexico shortly after noon on Sunday. The agency said air traffic controllers didn't see any object in the area or on their radar scopes. Uh, mm. Pentagon spokesman told CBS News National Security's correspondent David Martin, that's a big mouthful of words, mm. uh, the sighting happened about 400 miles away from the Army's White Sands Missile uh, Range in southern New Mexico. The spokesman said the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, why didn't they just say DARPA, <laughs> the Missile <laughs> Defense Agency of the U.S. Strategic 
command did not conduct any tests from that missile range on Sunday. That's a pretty cool story, though. That is a cool story. It's interesting. Yeah. CNN.com. CNN.com. Petrified tree up to 20 million years old is found intact in Lesbos. <laughs> Lesbos. Ah, uh, look at you. <laughs> you feel better about yourself now? Uh, yes. <laughs> Experts have made an extraordinary discovery of a tree, which is still being uh, still intact after being petrified by a volcanic eruption uh, 20 million years ago in Lesbos, Greece. Lesbos petrified forest was formed 20 million years ago when the volcano exploded in the island's north covering north covering the entire area with ash and lava. The area, which spans 15,000 hectares, is uh, I don't know how big a hectare is, but it sounds a lot. Is uh, renowned for its vivid and colorful fossilized tree trunks. Mm. Uh, Nicholas Zuoros, a professor of geology at the University of Aegean, Aegean, Aegean. Aegean. yeah, has been uh, excavating the fossilized forest ecosystem, but told CNN he'd never uncovered such a find. It's pretty cool. It's almost an entire tree. Yeah, and the petrified wood is amazing looking. It's cool. 21.4 yards long tree wood. Pretty big tree. I've got to take some of the heat off of Steve there. And I, too, giggled when I found that story. And I knew, <laughs> I thought, I was like, ooh, this will make Steve giggle. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't going to. I had, you know, I didn't read the story prior. I've been aware of, of Lesbos do. in Greece for a while, so... This one didn't place. shock me. I'm gonna guess no, it's a fun no, place. No, Steve. No. No, it's not what you what you expect. Fun fun, fun to visit. Thinking. Fun to visit, but uh, you're not live there. No, it's not what you're thinking. <clears throat> okay. Well, I wish it were. Huff Post, Huffington Post, I believe. Uh dot yeah. com. Life forms that shouldn't be there. This is a little bit older story, but it's still a good one. Okay. Uh found by scientists under the Antarctic ice. I actually saw this story last week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about it. I meant this. to save it. Uh, did we read this one last week? I don't think we did. No, we Anyway, didn't. It, okay, in a scientific discovery reminiscent of the plot of 1982 science fiction thriller The Thing, uh, researchers have discovered, I don't know that movie, have discovered life in Antarctica that theoretically should not exist. Give it the McCready or, test. Yeah, of course. Well, I don't know what that is either. Instead of grotesque shape shifting alien parasites though these life forms are sponges along with what appear to be barnacles uh, they were discovered barnacle man yeah after scientists with the british antarctic survey drilled beneath the section of fisher rune ice shelf which is more than 2950 feet thick in northwestern antarctica that's a lot of feet uh, the cool. team lowered a camera they actually lowered a gopro uh, down to the ice shelf hole to see what lay beneath and filmed organisms clinging to a boulder. The first time that such life forms have been recorded beneath, beneath Antarctic's uh, ice sheets. Pretty cool. The uh, the thing that they're wondering is, you know, it should be photo. photo if they should shoot the dog that's coming back into camp. Yes, they <laughs> how, should. How do they, they don't understand how these things live without being able to do, you know, like photosynthesis and stuff. So, well, how does the shit that's at the bottom of the ocean live without light? Well, this is more of a life finds a, a way. Life. 
Right, but you life know. finds a way. Yeah, you're right, and uh, that was the biggest thing that you know they they be- believed it should have um, used photosynthesis, but it doesn't. So it's weird, but it's cool. Two thousand nine hundred and fifty feet below the surface of the ice, there is wow. life. Now it's you know small life, but it's not microscopic. It's pretty uh, five centimeters long, most of them. So. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you what. Scientists are probably fucking coming in their pants right now because all of them are going. Okay. There's probably life on Europa. There probably is. There's probably life on Mars too. I think they'll find it. This kind yeah. of yeah. Because Neil deGrasse Tyson like gets a fucking insane Woody every time he thinks about going fishing on Europa. You ever heard him talk about that? I have not. He talks about fucking fishing on Europa like I'd talk about having an orgy with all the women I'd want to have sex with. Like, that's how excited he is about it. How long of a rope did they have? <laughs> that's a long rope. To, that's to, a long-ass to... fucking rope, Steve. But they do have video of it on the uh, the website, and it is there. There is a boulder, and there is some life forms on it. Ah, that is pretty fucking cool. Interesting. So, anyway, that is the news. Uh, hey, guess who made it? Who made it? Dean. I made it. Cooper. We Fuck quite, Dean a few, uh, quite a few folks that uh, don't usually come on the Frank uh, Smith Facebook side of things. One of your friends, Steve. Eric. Laughing Picker. We got Stargazer this evening. And Frank Smith's comment on the last news story SpongeBob Barnacle Pants. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Hanging out with his friend Patrick. <clears throat> I agree. I, uh, Great. So what do you think about all this fucking UFO shit, Steve? Dis- disclosure is nigh. It's, gotta be. it's fucking happening. I think fucking what? that dude is going to show up from what's that fucking movie there? The day the earth stood still. Mm. It's coming. Cl- Cl- Cluto or whatever his name is. I don't fucking know what his name yeah. was. It's actually a pretty good movie. That is one I've watched. It's a good bit. Yeah. It's a classic. It's interesting for sure. Lance Windsor. Hello. Hey, Lance. How are you? This dual stream thing actually uh, <laughs> you know, it was working out for us. I'm working out pretty well. Well, I figured I might as well use it. Uh, I hate to because I hate giving you know YouTube the content because they fucking blow and took away my monetization for no reason whatsoever. But, I mean, the channel's there, so I mean, might as well use it at this point. Yeah. And it looks like we have more uh, loyal followers on YouTube than we do on Facebook, so... More yeah. commoners, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Best so, of both worlds. The best of both worlds. So, yeah. And I will be, uh, when I'm streaming the bedtime stories, which I started doing the 40 and slip bedtime stories again. Um, and when I stream those, I'll be streaming on Facebook and on YouTube as well. Um, when I do do them. <clears throat> so, uh, those of you, there have been some people who are actually on YouTube in particular, who were asking for them to come back. And I, for the longest time, I just could not get my head out of my ass to get going with it. And I didn't want to do the same tired old fucking bullshit. <clears throat> Excuse me. For one, I didn't want to do, um, like, the the Bigfoot sighting stories or UFO sighting stories or whatnot. You know, just 
solid. I I will put them in there eventually to some degree, but I want to focus on fiction and I the stuff that I'm doing I really enjoy. I've done HP Lovecraft, uh focused on a lot of HP Lovecraft, uh Edgar Allan Poe, Grimm's Fairy Tales, and the other day I read uh The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum. So I've got some I've got a bunch of other stuff I can read. Um, some old science fiction, a lot of books that I can read. H.G. Wells is all public domain. So um, if that's stuff that interests you, check it out. It is up as a podcast. You can download it wherever podcasts may be found, except I don't think I have it on Stitcher yet that I have to work on, but it's everywhere else. <coughs> Excuse me. How was that one? It's good. I thought Pretty so. Pretty darn good. I thought so. <clears throat> Wasn't Katie good? Close. No, not even close. <laughs> so, uh, Dean says, uh, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Shadow Emmerich, time traveler will save us. Hello, Shadow. Maybe they already have. Uh, Alicia and Scotty. So, yeah, I, hey. Maybe the time travelers are already here, Steve. Maybe they're the aliens. Well, they kind of have to be, right? <laughs> if you know they've already either been here or they don't exist. This I think that, the... I I think we are close to either finding fucking something out. This I, all right. So this is my take on it. Either we're gonna find out that fucking aliens are hanging out, and like more so now because there's been a lot of fucking really intense sightings lately. In recent years, I mean. Um, or the government's going to come out and say, oh, here's this new technology that we have, by the way. Yeah. I mean, there was, Although, a lot of, uh, there, there was a lot of UFO sightings prior to the stealth bomber and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I, I was just reading something about that. The, they, <clears throat> the government released a thing saying that they don't believe that the triangular shaped uh, objects that people were seeing in the sky were stealth bombers. I don't believe mo all of them were. No. Oh, that's for sure. Because stealth bombers don't hover and are noiseless. They're very noisy because <laughs> yeah. they, they break the, the sonic boom barrier thing. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> I, I mean, I think it's, I think we're either going to find out that there's some new technology that they've been keeping from us, which they normally do, you know, when technology is being developed, um, or we're going to fucking, the aliens are going to say, hi, Steve. I think they're going to come down and say, hi. They're gonna Maybe be like, the, uh, you know, the coronavirus was a precursor. Maybe it actually came from the aliens. I hope that they remember though, the slow ramp gets their dicks hard. Aliens. Remember that the slow ramp gets their dicks hard. <clears throat> I hope they remember that when they show up. But no, I'm glad that uh, we could have everybody, you know, Dean, Frank, the whole bunch. So tonight. if I remember, if my if I remember my history right, the uh, yeah. Vulcans, the Vulcans should be the first uh, to make contact, correct? With us? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because of fucking what's his name? Is that from Cochrane? Yes. That dude. <clears throat> yeah. 
I watched the movie, Steve. Did you catch that one? That's one you've caught. That's a movie you've watched. I, just, I must have at one point. I just remember that the Vulcans were first. And I remember watched, the names. You watched Cosmo. Star Trek First Contact? Seriously? <laughs> I must That's have. the Star Trek movie you went with? I've probably seen all the Star Trek movies. Really? At, at one point or another. I remember the one with both Kirk and uh, and uh, Picard. Oh, that bag of shit. <laughs> Star Trek Generations. Here, let's jerk off fucking William Shatner one last time. Mm-hmm. That oh god, that movie. I think I it's went so- and saw that in theaters with my dad when I was a little kid. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> me really too. Sorry. It was bad. I love Star Trek, and I I really enjoyed Star Trek: Next Generation. I grew up on it. That movie made me want to puke in my mouth. <laughs> like it was that bad. It was like really. <clears throat> I get shit for it, but Voyager was my favorite series. Yeah, I know. I know. I watched Wrath because of Khan. The, po- the possibilities Ra- were endless. Dude, I watched Wrath of Khan with my son. And he loved it. He thought it was good. He was like, yeah, I can, I can see. He was like, I can see this. I'm like, you got to understand, though. They fucking the first movie was just shit. The fucking Star Trek, the motion picture was like, here, look at this insane model we made of a starship. <clears throat> That's what that movie was. It was like tons of shots of fucking that model. <laughs> All lit up. Made yes, to look Matt, like it was that, in space. That is me. Holy shit, is that Steve Alcorn? I'm not exactly who C-Matt is, but... Uh, Holy shit. Holy shit! It is Steve I, Alcorn. It, it gets, uh, you know, I I must be popular and famous. You're famous. Must be like Sweetwater Legend famous. Uh, of course, I am Sweetwater Legend. Oh, all right. I embody the essence of Sweetwater. the essence of the Sweetwater Legend. <laughs> the length of the Sweetwater Legend. <laughs> Do I know you from somewhere, C-Man? I, probably. Probably ah. bought something from you. I bet anything he bought something from you. <clears throat> That's my guess. Probably. And it, he regrets it. Probably. Uh, I grew up watching you two. Left me and Dean watching Richard Allen. Okay. Well, why did we leave you watching you and Dean watching Richard Allen? I don't understand that. Uh, you didn't have to watch the Richard Allen. We didn't ask yeah. you to watch Richard Allen. That's your the show is still the show has always been here. It didn't go anywhere. Grew up watching us. You haven't been on here yeah. that long, right? Well, lady. thanks for making yeah. us feel old. <clears throat> we have well, technically, Steve, we've been doing this for eight years, almost. Okay, a... so he still couldn't have grown up watching us. He'd only be eight. <laughs> Maybe nine. <laughs> I don't remember you, see, Matt, but uh, I'm sure you've been. Uh, Dean Cooper remembers him. Dean I don't Cooper, know what your problem Dean is, Cooper. Steve. See, Matt's always been a staple of the show, Steve. I don't know what your problem it's is. It's okay. I can't remember what I ate for fucking breakfast. So it's not like anything I say means anything. See, Matt has always been around. <laughs> Staple of the show, Steve. He's a fucking fixture. Fixture, Steve. 
Never gonna move. How Good do we time. know it's a guy? I don't know. You're right. It could be not be a guy. Yep. Could be anybody. See, uh, see, Matt. I used to be kind Cinderella. I only know a Matt K. No, see, Matt. Yeah. I don't know. Shadow Mick grew up watching Project Blue Book. That's unfortunate. <clears throat> I think. I think that's unfortunate, Steve. It might be. I'm pretty sure it's unfortunate. The, the, there was an old version, I think, of Project Blue Book that was. A I'm pretty sure they've all sucked. And then the new version was really. Ugh. Ugh. The one with, the, I don't know, the guy was playing CL and Heineken. See, I think you're better off to just, if you want to watch about UFOs and stuff, just watch the news right now. You don't have to go fucking invest in a TV show on like History Channel or Discovery or watch Ancient Aliens. Just watch the news. Fucking some pilot's going to see a UFO tomorrow. It's going to happen. The, the rate this shit's going on right now. Yep. Just watch that shit. Don't watch fucking Project Blue Book or fucking all this other shit. Don't watch fucking Finding Bigfoot. He's going to walk out of the fucking woods like two weeks from now. It's happening. That's a... 2021, the year of the cryptid. Could be. You know. I think so. You said Fuck nothing it. surprises me anymore. I think this is the year. I think this is where we find out everything. Yep, I agree. All of it. I think you're right, Steve. Disclosure is nigh. Disclosure is nigh. It's all going to come out. Uh, the that, fucking... that crazy, that crazy <laughs> bastard, Dr. Stephen Greer, might have been right. <laughs> Dude, uh, fucking men in black are going to come out. They're going to announce themselves. It's going to be like the end of fucking Iron Man where he says, I am Iron Man. <laughs> it's happening, Steve. This shit's going down. I think it is. I think, I think something's happening. But I don't know what the fuck they are. I don't know. I think they might, you know, I think this whole COVID thing might be alien. I really do. If the aliens brought it, now we, we're going to have to, they got us used to wearing masks and shit because maybe the aliens stink real bad. Jesus. So to, I know. That's a fucking novel going on there. So what much so that it, that it cut off at the end. Fuck. Yeah. No, I'm not even going to acknowledge you. Ingmar Berg, we don't yes. do much investigating anymore. Yeah, we're not. But it sounds cool. We're good. You, uh, you, you have fun oh, with that. Now, listen, she's been blacklisted. I'm assuming a woman, and uh, and uh, bullied in her own. So we shouldn't do that to her. We shouldn't do what? Blacklist and bully her, or should we? Should you go along with the crowd? I don't have anything to do with her, or yeah, I don't know who she whatever. is. I don't know nothing. I, I I don't know nothing. Jesus, I don't know anything about this uh, uh, situation that she's talking about. So Me how either. can I what fucking address it? I, I, I'm sure. I'm not, I'm not she, sure what you've been harassed and bullied about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, it, is there is there a, a big? Yeah. Do you, do, would you like to, Would you like to bring up an actual fucking topic about like what you're fucking talking about? Is there uh, as as you like derail? Try to derail the show. What the hell is going on there? I don't, I, I don't think that uh, disclosure of aliens an will end all religions. Oh. What the hell was that? 
I have no idea. What'd it gave do? me the information for Alien, the movie. Oh. It's my Siri for some reason. It's Being a targeted. Target? Huh? Maybe Ingmar, maybe, maybe Ingmar is a alien. I, I don't fucking know. I have no time be, for people who are better. fucking vague and don't fucking <laughs> tell me what the fuck they're talking about. It would and be better on attention. Hey, Bigfoot fucked me or some shit like that. So we'd know what was going on. Yeah, I don't have a fucking clue as to what they're talking about. So all right, let's let's ignore Ingmar for now. And, I think uh, we should just ignore Ingmar in fucking general. <clears throat> but anyhow, uh, on to the topic of the evening: the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Elisa Lamb. Now, uh, we've done this a couple of times before. Uh, the case of Elisa Lamb. This whole thing was an internet sensation. A fucking uh, a viral video, if you will. Um, it was, what was it, 2013, Katie? Yep. 2013, this video hits the fucking internet. Like, without even telling you anything about the story. This video hits the internet of this girl who's disappeared. And she's acting all erratically in a, uh, an elevator. The elevator is not closing. She's walking in and out of the elevator. She's doing all this weird shit. Um, and people went nuts with it. Like all kinds of speculation. Was it a ghost? Was it, uh, you know, was someone else there with her that we couldn't see? Uh, what was the fucking case uh, with Elisa Lamb? Um, <clears throat> and uh, Netflix just did a four part documentary series um, called, what the. Is it called just the Cecil Hotel, Katie? It's like crime scene, the vanishing at Cecil Hotel. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, and it goes through like the whole uh, history of the Cecil. Did you talk about much of that in this? Yeah. I mean, I just did a basic breakdown of the story and then figured we could talk about the doc. Okay. So, I'll just get right into it. So, the Cecil Hotel is a historic building in downtown Los Angeles built in the 1920s. It is a rich mixed history of both prosperity and violence. Many murders and suicides have taken place inside the Cecil and drug overdose and death in general. There is commonplace. Uh, starting in the 1970s, the infamous skid row of LA grew around the hotel, quickly declining the quality of customers coming there and turning it into a budget hotel. Uh, by the turn of the 21st century, the Cecil hotel was synonymous with murder, drugs, prostitution, and violence. The famous Black Dahlia murder was linked back to the Cecil, and serial killer Richard Ramirez was famously known to frequent the Cecil after committing his grisly crimes. Yeah, he'd like get undressed like in the uh, the uh, what was it like the stairwell or yeah or alley, and then walk upstairs to his room in his bloody underwear. Yeah, and shit, like ugh. Anyway, but in recent years, a new mystery emerged that has overshadowed the worst of the Cecil's dark past. On January 31st, uh, 2013, 21-year-old Canadian tourist Elisa Lamb went missing while staying at the Cecil Hotel. 
She was traveling through California alone and had booked a four-day stay in the female-shared bunk rooms of the Cecil. <clears throat> uh, when her parents hadn't heard from their daughter, they immediately reported her missing with the LAPD. They took the case seriously and assigned 18 detectives to find her. They traced her steps, searched the hotel, and spoke to witnesses, but were unable to find any trace of where she could be. After 13 days, they released security footage of Elisa inside an elevator on the last day she had been seen in hopes of generating more leads. And that, they believe at this point, was a mistake. <laughs> and I do believe. In the video, Elisa is acting bizarre. She's pressing buttons strangely in the elevator, walking in and out, and talking and gesturing to seemingly no one. The video was met with scrutiny and questions. It is. It went viral online and countless crime enthusiasts discussing it. And there were even accusations that the video had been altered in different ways. Yeah, I, I do believe like the that the timestamps are all fucked up in the video. And that there's time missing. Um, but five days after the video was released, Elisa was found. Guests at the hotel had been complaining about poor water pressure and said that it was brown, stinky, and tasted bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what? Yep, I bet it would. Oh, yeah. A maintenance worker went to the roof to check the water tanks and unfortunately found Elisa dead, floating naked inside one of the tanks. <clears throat> uh, and all of her clothes were at the bottom. Uh, it was unclear if she was forced into the tank by foul play or if she got there on her own. The story was already getting national attention when she was just missing, but now that she had been found in such a horrific circumstance, it became the mystery that everyone was talking about. It took several months for the coroner's office to issue a cause of death. In June, they finally ruled that her death was caused by an accidental drowning, with her bipolar disorder being a contributing factor. They did not find any signs of an attack or struggle and did not find any illegal drugs in her system. They believed that she had been undertaking her bipolar medications which caused her odd behavior uh, the public was not happy with this conclusion no imagine that uh, many people believed that the hotel was involved in her death and they were working with the LAPD to cover it up to protect their already awful reputation uh, online at that point why would it matter <laughs> right <laughs> online sleuths and enthusiasts couldn't let it go everyone had a theory and everyone was fishing for more information the topic has become the quintessential story for any true crime YouTube cover. That's true. Uh, from the basics of the story, uh, it has ballooned into this incredible enigma. This is, there's not an aspect of this story that hasn't been discussed at length. Details that are commonly scrutinized are the hatch on the top of the water tank. Was it opened or closed when they found her? Was there someone else out of frame talking to and following Elisa in the elevator video? How did she get on the roof? Why did it take them so long to find her? Did she meet someone from Skid Row who drugged her? Countless coincidences have been dug up that can be associated with the case. Like the 2005 horror movie Dark Water. Despite being made over a decade previously, the plot and details of the movie are strikingly similar to the death of Elisa Lamb. Down to the details of the clothing Elisa was, Elisa was wearing on the night of her disappearance. And then there is the L.A. outbreak of tuberculosis that occurred just days after Elisa went missing. It was running rampant through Skid Row, and the test that was introduced to battle it was named Lamb Elisa. And it turned out that Elisa attended a university in British Columbia that was famous for its tuberculosis research. 
Still to this day, people are discussing this case and trying to put to the pieces together to prove that there was indeed foul play involved. Though the case is officially and legally closed, it seems that it will remain an open mystery in the court of public opinion. Uh, did you put in the fact that the uh, they found the the bookstore that she last went to, that there's zip code, if you put it in, it goes to British Columbia where she's buried? Yeah, I didn't put that in there, but that was uh, one of the other big coincidences that were found. Yeah, exactly. Which is super weird. And then there's, uh, uh, Katie put in some talking points from the documentary. Uh, Elisa had been acting strange up to her disappearance. Yeah, and she posted a lot on like Tumblr and shit. She loved Tumblr. Yeah, she had uh, been using that for years before this. Her uh, roommates were complaining about her. She caused a scene in the lobby, uh, got caught wandering an area of the hotel she wasn't allowed in, and was eventually moved to her own room. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that... She, her... Uh, and the way she's acting in the video, I... You know, with all the stuff that they say about her up to there, that her her the way her demeanor in the in the elevator doesn't surprise me. Yeah, at all. Well, and, so, and the other big thing that was weird was that she had also attended a filming of a TV show, like as one of her touristy things that she mm -hmm. was doing, and she ended up getting kicked out because she kept insisting that she wanted to meet the director, and she had a note for him, which was you know. That's like a security concern. So they ended up kicking her out. Hmm. This sounds weird. like this sounds like schizophrenic behavior to me. Oh yeah. Well, she had um, not bipolar schizophrenic. Yeah. And they did confirm that she was not taking her medication. And I didn't just figure that out from the tests and the autopsy. <clears throat> they they found the medication in her room and based on how long she had been traveling, there was too much medication there. There should have been oh. less pills than what they found. My brother is schizophrenic, and if he's not on his medication, it's it sounds very similar to this type of behavior. Yeah, and she's she's doing some weird stuff with her hands and her hair, and um, it's 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 I mean, it's all it's an interesting story. Like I, I like how somebody referred to it as like a four minute little ghost story. Yeah, when it first came out. Um, what is it that you put the hatch up there for? Because <laughs> like, so, it's like the hatch. I know. It's it's something that's always driven me nuts about this case. Everybody who talks about it gets hung up on the hatch, on whether or not it was open or it was closed. And it, it's all because one of the police officers that did a like press conference, he had stated that when he said, when our guys went up there, the hatch was closed. So but everybody they the ones that originally opened it. Exactly. But everybody skims over that fact. Like whenever you go and watch older videos about this, everybody gets hung up on that. And it's always driven me crazy. And they kind of did that throughout the length of the documentary. And while I was watching it, I was like actually yelling like, oh, my gosh, like, are we really going <laughs> to skim over this in this documentary, too? But I mean, spoiler alert, they do eventually at the very end address that and ask the man who found her, whether the hatch was open or not. And it was open. Yeah, which which insinuates that she got in there of her own. Right. Which, I mean, it's still possible that somebody put her in there and left it open, right. but it, it definitely takes away the mystery of, oh, well, how did it get closed? Hmm. But that's yeah. just always driven me crazy. Yeah, that is weird. 
Um, the hotel manager, people were criticizing her appearance in the documentary. Uh, she is su suspected to be part of a cover-up to protect the hotel. I, just, I don't know that she came off that way to me. She comes off weird. Yeah, she didn't weird, that way but... to me either, but I've been watching a lot of people reacting to it and stuff, and people really are giving her a hard time. And I, I think... I think the court of public opinion, people just see somebody and if they don't like them, like, and then you get this tribal mentality where, right. oh, I don't like her either. Yeah. You know, and it's just, ugh. Well, people are criticizing her facial expressions, which I find hilarious because she very clearly has a um, heavy amount of Botox. Oh, yeah. She's in incapable of moving her eyebrows. So oh, yeah. it's not really fair to scrutinize her nonverbal cues when she's incapable of making nonverbal cues. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She is very fake in the face. Yes. Um, what they didn't mention the elevator game, a paranormal ritually famously associated with the Cecil hotel long before Lisa stayed there. It's believed that if you press the elevator buttons in a specific sequence, it will transport you to another dimension where you meet a mysterious spooky woman. Ooh, Lisa uh, was believed to be aware of this game and had researched it prior to staying there. And she does do some weird shit with the buttons. Yes, and that's actually part of that game. It, it is specific to the Cecil Hotel. Like, it's not like some random thing that you can do in any hotel. The mm -hmm. Cecil Hotel thing and the way she was pressing the buttons totally matches up to that game. So... And the way she was looking in and out of the elevator is kind of like, well, maybe she was looking for that mysterious woman she was supposed to run into. And if she really thought she was entering a different dimension, that certainly fits in with the delusion idea. Right. She could have been in a delusional manic state. Yeah. Um, and the documentary ending, wrapping up her death to show that all the speculation is unfounded. It was just a terrible accidental death due to a mental break. Uh, there have been a lot of negative reactions towards the bipolar mental health aspect. Why? I don't get it, but a lot of people are saying that it's a form of victim blaming. Oh, fuck off. I know. Exactly my reaction. No, it's, you have, it's a, what it, you have a disability. What it, what it is, is it's shining a light on it. It's yes. not victim blaming. Like, let's fucking look at these people a little bit closer. Let's fucking, uh, you know, maybe give them a little more attention. And I'm not saying medicate the fuck out of them, but maybe, you know, let's try to find a way so that they can live normal lives, you know, without having these episodes. Yeah. And I but, think the fact that people are reacting that way just kind of like proves the need to shed a light on that. Like people are dismissing it like, oh, that can't be why she was behaving that way. Like, well, maybe yeah, you should look into it these. Sounds, it sounds exactly the way somebody who's having some sort of psychotic be uh, break would behave. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't even have to be schizophrenic. I know somebody who had a very similar situation, didn't die, thank God, uh, just recently, and they were normal. Normal prior, normal now. Had a psychotic break and weird things happened. You know? Yeah. Can happen to anybody. Yeah. And there should be some light shed on that. You okay, know, you, all right. I'm going to call out two people here. Okay. Laughing Picker and Shadow Mick. Glad to see anywhere. the show back. We fucking were always on. We, we didn't just go anywhere. We just weren't on YouTube. 
and we told everybody where they could find us. Well, you know, it's it might be harder to find us on the Facebook. And we're we've always been on Anchor. You can download the podcast, listen to it. It's always been here. Always been support, here. support the show. Download the podcast. You ask people all the time to do that. Support the show. Download the podcast. And it fucking will they? No. Will Will bought a shirt. Will bought a shirt. Yeah. Will bought a shirt. Well, I have to say, I've, I've learned some stuff from Eric, so I can't I can't say anything bad about that guy. <laughs> By the way, Eric, I found some snowflakes today. I think you'll know what that means. Uh, at a at a drugstore. Did you know? Snowflakes. Look at you fucking go. The uh, Shadow Mick, the death metal singer. Yeah, I think they kind of, they just kind of used him as a red herring. Yeah, they um, focused on him more in that last episode and he did end up um, attempting to commit suicide, and he's never made music again since. Um, no, really? Yeah, he was very open about the fact that um, the quote-unquote web sleuths ruined his life. Yeah, I bet. I bet. A lot of them do that shit. They, they just focus in on something, and they they, you know, they can destroy people. It's sad. And yes, Dean, you're right. The live side chat is fun for some people, but <clears throat> you know the show's still here. The show's still around. It's been around since what? Two thousand forever. Thirteen <laughs> oh, yeah. since since the same year that Elisa Lamb went missing. Maybe there's, later on maybe that there's year. Some sort of conspiracy there. That could be. Maybe it was our fault. We drove her to go drown herself. Uh, Alicia and Scotty, I had a friend that had a psychotic break, and she did some really strange shit. Scared me a couple really of strange. times. They put her on lithium, and it helped her, but sometimes she still does some crazy shit. Yeah, I, uh, you know, there are some people. That sound, who, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, that's exactly what this sounds like to me. Now, I don't know the whole story, but right. just judging from what you guys talked about tonight, it sounds like she had a psychotic, and she was already bipolar, so yeah, that doesn't she, help. If you if you look at uh, like when they were showing her like her Tumblr posts and stuff, they the way they described it in the documentary, they described it as normal to me. Would you say so, Katie? Like they described her Tumblr posts as just her being normal. Yeah, they said she used it as a diary, which she right. did. Right, but I found her post to be very needy. Yes. And very like, like, you know, trying to meet up with people randomly and stuff. I mean, people do that shit. I mean, there is Tinder and fucking all kinds of other shit out there. But like, this was but well before that. Yeah. Or before that was mainstream anyway. And I mean, like the, some of the stuff that sh that she was just posting to me, it didn't. I don't know. It's. I saw some warning signs. Now, I don't know if I would have seen warning signs like in the moment, but in retrospect, I do like looking I, at. It. I found it interesting that she even wrote in, you know, her posts about how she was wanting to take this trip and that she was hoping her parents would let her. Right. And she's 21, which I mean, that's not so strange. What I found strange was that they, they did let her. Um, only because she was known to go off of her medication and have episodes like this. 
Right. So, yeah. So I, 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 like I said, like we were saying, I tend to think that, yeah, it was just a break. She broke. And either someone took advantage of that, which I doubt. Right. But that is a possibility. It is a possibility. Or she thought that somehow by getting into that tank. Maybe that was the portal. Maybe she thought that was the yeah, portal. Yeah, or, 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 you know, maybe she was overheating or something. She thought that if she got in there, she'd feel better and that she just drowned. I don't, you know, could have been anything. Well, her family and, said that when she did go off her meds and had these episodes that her paranoia would make her hide. She would always want to go hide. Yeah. So maybe that, that would be was... a good place to hide, I guess, you know. Right. Uh, permanently. Well, it took, I mean, it took, how long did it take them to find her? You know, so it was a good place days. to hide. Yeah. And, and only that, only then because the water started tasting funny. Mm. Uh, understandably so. Oh, man, can you imagine? No, uh, you know, getting the notification from the, you know, the the hotel management. By the way, Mm-mm. you're drinking dead person. They never got it. They never. They never anybody. got it. They they didn't find out until like after everything. Like the, the oh, there man, was no notice that went out. I mean, I don't <laughs> think so. Was there in the documentary, Kate? I don't remember well, them saying anything about that. Yeah, they had to evacuate the hotel. They had to evacuate it, but they didn't tell anybody initially. They called down. I remember that couple that called down and they were like, yeah, they, you know, they're having a problem with the water. They didn't find out until they went outside and the, they yes. talked to reporters. Right. That there was a body found on the roof. I mean, and they had been you, brushing their be, teeth all I'll day, tell you, you know, I, all week. I would oh. immediately... I would have immediately lose my lunch upon learning that. I would have Again. immediately yeah. called an attorney. Yeah. Uh, also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because th- there should have been things in place to make sh- like, if you can get into that fucking thing that easy, there should be things in place to make sure that that doesn't happen for one. Well, now there is uh, rules passed that water tanks have to be locked. Yeah. But that wasn't Good. a thing before that. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously, because fucking Elisa Lamb wound up in there. Everybody drank well, most, fucking most Elisa. Most people aren't even. Yeah. <laughs> most yeah. people aren't even gonna know that water tank is up there, you know, unless you go up there and look. And it's there must have been a, a pretty easy way to access it, oh, dude. If you saw the way that roof looks, people go up there all the time. Yeah, the fire that. escape. Um, was the main way that people got up there because, I mean, that legally has to be open. It's not that they, they can go, shut the fire escape down. They go so. up there and party and shit. Yeah, there's, there's graffiti lot. and trash and all sorts of shit up there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a real big mystery how she got up there then. Well, yeah. the, it, actually it is. But if you ask me, I think she went the fire escape. Yeah, me because too. Because the, dogs, the dogs scented her right straight to the window where the fire escape was on her floor. However, with the elevator video that she's in, she's not on her floor. No, she's on the 14th. She's on the 14th floor, which is right below the roof. Yeah. So it's 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 weird. Like the whole case is weird. Whether and and forget about it. Like I totally think that she just had a break. But let's forget about that for a second. All the little synchronicity things that happened with this case, 
the lamellisa test for the fucking tuberculosis, all of that bullshit. Like that is freaky. It's there was someone in the documentary that was pointing all out all of the little coincidences or synchronicities in this fucking case. And it's, and the dude said, he even said, he goes, I'm a journalist. I'm very, very, very skeptical, but this is fucking weird. You know, I, I, I suppose though, if you look enough into any case, you can find things like that. I don't know I if you can you. find as many as is in this one, man. I mean, I don't know how many there are, but the, the Lamalisa thing is is a little bit strange, and the, the fact that she yeah. went to the school where they were doing tuberculosis stuff—that's strange. Yeah, and that's why people but, thought maybe she was like an agent that brought the tubu- tuberculosis to Skid Row. I mean, and that they got rid for, of her. Yeah. For what purpose? For, right. for testing purposes. Yeah. But that did get me too. Maine. What is this? I don't know. This is it's the best fun. show on it's, YouTube. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's the nothing. Best show on YouTube. Turn it off. Yeah, we suck. Shut it off. Go away, yeah. Shut it off, man. You could be like fucking what's his name there? Uh oh shit, I can't think of his name right now. George C. I Scott. Watched, Shut it off. I watched that. Shut it off. <laughs> I was finally out. Uh, I think that's that movie he's referring to no that yeah yeah 1408 oh the fucking uh hotel room yeah was that with john cusack yeah it's a based on a stephen king i actually watched that one that was good yeah it's like two two movies that you've mentioned today that i've watched i know it's pretty fucking amazing (laughs) steve you're on point you keep this shit up we might have a show after eight years Maybe for fucking lucky. I doubt it though. I still want to know about this 2004 main guy or girl. We don't know. What is this? This is a, we don't know what this is. It's a YouTube video since you're on YouTube. It's pretty easy to figure out. It's a, it's a show. It's a podcast style show. Yes. Um, where we talk about weird stuff. Things, if yeah. you will. Everything and shit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it, dude man guy. In a nutshell. But that's what it is. I don't think he's he or she is gonna answer. I don't think I care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got rid of Ingrid, so now we had to yeah. deal with uh, 2000. We got rid of Engelbert Humperdinck, so we went on to fucking someone who does their fucking screen name like a fucking Yahoo chat messenger name. <clears throat> so, anyhow, ah, let's wrap this fucking shit up, Steve. This has been the 40 and Slip, episode 177, The Cecil Hotel. If you like this shit, hit that little thumbs up button on YouTube or, you know, the little huggy thing, the thumbs up thing, the happy thing on Facebook. I don't give a shit what you hit. Hit something. Uh, Leave comments, subscribe, like the like page. You know, this one right here, facebook.com forward slash the 40 and slip. You know, go check out the 40 and slip bedtime stories. They're out as a podcast and check out all that shit. 
check out our good friend Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. Uh, later on this evening, Jesus, Steve, it's loud. Whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah, that. Uh, later on this evening, the show will be up on Anchor. That's at anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip or wherever you download your podcast. And check out our good friend Bronx Johnny over on High Society Radio. That's at the gas digital network dot com or wherever podcasts may be found. We will be back next week. Uh, I will uh, secure something. I haven't decided yet. Working on it. But until then, see ya. What? I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck you. You go and get two movies.